for the Athletic Podcast Network. I'm Kate Scott. This is the update. On today's show. Professional athletes aren't the only ones looking to keep their skills sharp during this pandemic, which is why Bay Area native Jeff Adiego is working harder than ever. He is the godfather of Warrior Basketball Camp. Oh man, Jeff is like the pioneer of youth basketball in the NBA. With 20 years of running the Warriors' youth basketball efforts under his belt, Jeff joins us to discuss the challenges and creativity that have come from being forced to go virtual in order to train the more than 200,000 kids across the globe that make up the Warriors Basketball Academy. It's Monday, May 4th. Well, Jeff, it is awesome to have you on with us today. Before we get into all the camps, everything you're doing right now, I want to know about the journey because I love the fact that you just grew up loving basketball and now you're head of one of the largest youth basketball programs in the NBA. So tell us about your journey a little bit. Yeah, well, first off, you know, thanks for having me on. Really great to chat with you today. You know, like you said, I grew up in the Bay Area, loving the game of basketball. I was introduced to the game, probably eight or nine years old playing CYO basketball, instantly fell in love with the game. That love for the game that I had at an early age kind of drove my family to keep me involved and, and keep me around anything that was associated with basketball. Um, I think it was Mitch Richmond's rookie year that we got season tickets to the Warriors. And you know, I made it a point that every year when the Bulls came to town, I was going to be in the arena to see Michael Jordan play and, and <laughs> make sure that that happened. And few other things that they enabled me to do was, you know, attend Chris Mullen basketball camp. And, you know, I think back to those experiences and what they did for me and, you know, all those types of things that I was able to learn from just playing the game and, and having different coaches and, and the life lessons that you learn through playing basketball really, you know, impacted me at a young age. From there, you know, I went on to play high school basketball at St. Mary's High School in Berkeley, and then went on to play college basketball at San Francisco State, you know, Division II program. Nice. Yeah, and go Gators. Just a, a great experience for me to play, you know, collegiate athletics. And, you know, my lifelong friends were all my teammates at San Francisco State. And we actually just had a Zoom call this past weekend to kind of reconnect and see how everybody's oh, doing. That's so great. Neat. You know, I knew 5'11 point guard with not the greatest athleticism in the world. <laughs> my playing days would be coming to an end at some point, And a pro career was probably not in the cards for me. But what could I do to stay around the game of basketball? What could I do to you know, help kids have that same experience that I had growing up? And fortunately, I was able to land an internship with the Warriors. I and mean, actually was in the game operations department when I started. So helping out with all the in-arena entertainment, and helping out with the mascot and anthem singers and all those things that go on in an arena, aside from the actual play on the court <laughs> yeah. I was involved with, which, you know, at the time wasn't really my thing. You know, I, I really was more in tune to the game, but it was a kind of way for me to get my foot in the door and kind of display my work ethic and, and how much I wanted to be there. Fortunately for me, a little bit later that year in the fall, Otis Smith, a former warrior, came back on board and uh, was looking to get some youth basketball programs started with the Warriors. So it was kind of the right place at the right time. My background with the game and playing in college, plus just my desire to do whatever it took, I think, you know, worked well for me in terms of how Otis saw me in, in terms of someone that can run these programs. And so we started planting the seeds at that point for our, our very first summer of Warriors basketball camp, which was the summer of 2000. And uh, that summer we did four camps at the Oakland practice facility. Uh, a little under 500 total kids came to camp that first summer. This past summer, summer of 2019, it was our 20th summer of Warriors basketball camp. 
and we had 34 week-long camps plus two overnight camps and over 4,000 campers attend our program. So it's grown quite a bit from day one to where it is now, but you know, it certainly gives me a great sense of pride to know that I've been here since we started the program and to just see it grow year by year to what it is now is, is truly rewarding and something that, you know, I, like I said, I take great pride in. That is absolutely incredible. And like you said, I mean, working hard and being right place in, at the right time to see its birth and now what it's become. So what is your goal every time a camper steps into one of your camps? Our goal has kind of remained constant throughout the years. It's just a turn kids on to the game of basketball. It had such a profound effect on me as a, as a youngster and such an impact on my life. You know, what we've tried to do with our program is enable those same types of things to happen to the kids that walk through our doors for, for them to, you know, fall in love with the game of basketball through their participation in our program. Everybody say have fun. Have fun. Everybody say energy. energy. Everybody say I'm great. I'm great. Everybody say you're great. Yeah. I can do it. Keep kids playing the game as, as long as they possibly can. You know, we start our camps at age seven. We even do some camps for some younger kids at age five. But if we can get them, you know, at that early age, just developing a love and passion for the game, we know the benefits the game will provide over the course of their younger years and, and even in, into adulthood. So that's really been our goal. I think another thing that was important for us early on is, you know, when we started our program, the feelings around the Golden State Warriors aren't what they are right now. Exactly. You know, yeah. three-time champions in the last five years, and, and people were actually trying to distance themselves from the Warriors when I first started. So our program really had to be strong during those early years for, you know, parents to continue to sign their kids up for camp, for kids to you know, walk away feeling better about themselves, better about their overall skills and their improvement. And I think those lean years in our, in our franchise's history are really what propelled us to success when the, the team started taking off and, and making that championship run and allowing us to put ourselves in front of more fans and draw those casual fans in and introduce them to the game. It really benefited us those early years where we really had to grind to just stay alive. Yeah. And going off of what you were just saying, what are the challenges for you as somebody who's trying to keep everything in line? What are the challenges, but also obviously the rewards of having a Steph Curry, a Clay Thompson, somebody of that stature stop by one of your camps? We've been blessed to have such great high character guys on our roster over the course of our entire program. From those early years with, you know, Donald Foyle and Jason Richardson and Antoine Jameson to Steph and Draymond and Clay and you know, Sean Livingston, Zaza Pachulia, you know, and and one of the things that we do is when guys get drafted or they sign with the team, you know, Raymond Ritter, our guru of PR, works well with us in, you know, kind of making their first experience with the team if it happens during the summertime at a Warriors basketball camp session. So when the Warriors signed Andre Iguodala, his press conference was at a camp session. When Zaza signed his first, you know, media availability was at one of our camp sessions. When we drafted Monte Ellis, Their draft press conference was at a Warriors camp session. So I've been really appreciative of the fact that, you know, we've had that opportunity to display to those guys from the second they walk through the door as a part of this organization, the quality of our program and how easy we'll make it for them when they want to kind of step forth and be a part of it. I think they get thrown into a lot of different things and and their level of, you know, being comfortable and things like that really contribute to their willingness to want to do things. So we just try to make them as comfortable as possible. And did a camp uh, right before my rookie year. And I was just a guest speaker for an hour and got to see kind of the the atmosphere. Fast forward a couple of years and we did our overnight camp. And that was where I really got to see the machine at work and how his whole staff 
you know, operates with so much energy, discipline, and it's obviously all about the kids, and they do it so well. These guys are all basketball players. They're most at home when they're on a basketball court, when they're around kids, and, you know, a lot of them are, are big kids themselves, and they just want to have fun, and we want them to have fun when they're with us. I would say those are the rewards, and then, you know, the challenges are, as our program has grown, just making sure that we only have a set number of, of player appearances that we can utilize over the course of an entire summer or entire year. Um, and just to make sure that every session is getting that attention it needs to have that feel as a Warriors basketball camp session. From the second they walk in where they put on that Warriors jersey to the day they may get to meet a player or a coach to the tickets they receive as part of that camp. We want everything to be tied in together. So even when they leave the camp on Friday, they have something to look forward to in the fall when, hey, I, I know I'm going to the first preseason game at Chase Center. Hey, I got to see Jordan Poole at camp this summer, and guess what? He's playing, you know, 25 minutes tonight. This is pretty cool. So those are kind of the neat things we get to experience. I love that. But obviously, because of what we're all experiencing right now, Jeff can't have these in-person interactions. So how and where are you sharing your workouts and, and doing your camps right now? Yeah, I mean, another great question. And, you know, you talked about, you know, we've built our kind of operation on this human interaction that takes place on a basketball court with our peers and with our coaches and even sometimes warrior players. And, and how do we recreate that given the, the situation we're dealing with right now? So we went to a point where it first kind of set in. We had to cancel all of our programming, you know, through the end of May and kind of look at what's going to happen this summer as well to what can we do to keep our campers and their families engaged and active while they're at home? Maybe they don't have a basketball hoop in their driveway. Maybe they don't have access to an entire court, but maybe they have, you know, six feet of space in their living room and they have a basketball and, you know, a water bottle. What can we make work with those items on hand? So I think one of the things that we wanted to do is create a way to connect with them through social media. So, you know, Instagram has been a way for us to connect with a lot of our camp families over the course of the year. And so what we wanted to do is to start an Instagram live workout series where we're providing two 30-minute workouts a week. We've been going Tuesdays and Thursdays at 1 p.m. for 30 minutes. And, you know, with those workouts, they're seeing their camp staff, their camp coaches that they see at a camp session in Oakland or a camp session in San Francisco or whatever it might be. Those coaches are leading them through a 30-minute workout. And, you know, yesterday we actually did a parent-child workout where they led myself and my 12-year-old daughter through a workout. Hey, everybody. Coach Jeff here with my daughter. Sophie. And we're here to invite you to a very special parent-child workout tomorrow. So here's your opportunity to grab mom, dad, or any member of your household and incorporate them into your workout. Yeah, I know a lot of parents are doing different workouts at home as well. It might be yoga. It might be Peloton. There's no way they'd get a better sweat than what they got. <laughs> and Sophie doing our workout yesterday. So oh, I really love it. Had a great time doing that. And it, it was fantastic. So that's one of the ways we're looking to kind of adapt our programming. Another thing we're doing is this summer, we're actually going to look to launch some virtual camps. So, you know, a little bit more engaging than what we do with the live workouts with these virtual camps what we hope to do is for the kids to actually be on screen with us where the coach can actually see them can give them feedback they'll meet five days during a given week and then also we're looking to incorporate some private training sessions included with that where you might meet you know one-on-one -on -one with the coach or maybe you know two players meet with the coach and, and really dive into some things that you can do at home while you know we can't go to a gym or we can't go to a park so those are some of the things that we're talking about right now. 
And I heard a rumor that some famous folks have been following the IG, right? Maybe some former warriors have been following your lead and drilling their kids at home? Yeah, Zaza's been, uh, he's been great. You guys having fun? Yeah! All right. You guys learning? Yeah! This is just a guideline for you guys what basketball is about and what it takes to become a great basketball player. You know, he's got two boys at home, and they've come to camp in the past, and they've been tuning in on, on some of our workouts. And Zaza's actually going to make a guest appearance on our uh, workout on May 5th and, and jump in. Hopefully the boys do as well. And give us <laughs> nice. drills to work on that day, and then also maybe answer some questions that, you know, our campers may have or maybe even their parents might have uh, on things they can do to, to continue this healthy lifestyle at home while we can't be on the court together. Yeah, I love that. All right. Well, a couple more and then we'll let you get back to drawing up drills for the next couple of videos. You've been doing this since it launched way back in 2000. So what are some favorite camp memories that you have from over the years? Wow. I mean, the, the one that just jumps into my mind first is, you know, in 2016, we were lucky enough to run an overnight camp in Hawaii with Stephen Curry. It had been kind of building over the course of a few years. We did our first overnight camp with Steph in, in 2013. He hadn't even made an all-star team yet when we ran that first overnight camp with him. We ran that camp down in Pebble Beach and continued to do so for the next couple of years down there. For Steph, it was a, a win-win situation. He, he loved being a part of the camps, and then he could be in an area where they have the best golf in the world. So <laughs> a, a typical day for Steph during those overnight camps was – you know, golf in the morning. His dad often would, would come to Pebble Beach with him, and then he'd spend the entire afternoon and evening with us and the campers at camp. It's the second day of camp, early in the morning. It's picture day, and I'm having a little fun. I'm going to scare some of these kids in the way. We drew up the blueprint for that in Pebble Beach and took that blueprint to Hawaii in 2016. And what was really neat for that camp is just the the wide variety of kids that attended that camp. We had about half the kids were from the islands in Hawaii and about half the kids were from the mainland and they got to mix and interact on the court. I mean, there was kids from Italy, kids from China, kids from you know New York, Missouri, wherever it might be, um, all in the same gym for the course of, of three or four days. Steph was coming off, you know, two MVP seasons and was about two weeks removed from a, a game seven loss in the finals. But his energy, his interaction with the kids during that camp was something special. I mean, it's just something that's, that's always going to stand out in my mind. You know, one of the things we always do with Steph when we do those overnight camps is on one of the nights we make surprise dorm room visits where he's <laughs> doors checking in on kids. I'm here to see Frozen. Is this for Frozen at No? What's going on back here? Some of those reactions that kids have had when Steph knocks on their door or they might be on their phone with their mom or dad just checking in and, and Steph takes the phone from them and then starts checking in with mom and dad. It's a <laughs> priceless moment that yeah. you know, just can't be recreated and just such a special time for us to have a, a front row seat to see it all. Well, Jeff, this was so great. Uh, I've got a big old fat smile on my face right now. So thanks for catching up. And we look forward to following on Insta and then getting back out on the court once this pandemic is over. Sounds great. Thank you so much, Kate. And one last thing I did want to mention is, and it, you know, kind of been on pause right now, but 
you know, with the team's move to San Francisco last year and building a Chase Center, a new practice facility there, our Oakland practice facility, we've actually been handed the keys to that facility. So once the hiatus is over and we're able to get back out on the court, we have some great things planned for the facility in Oakland. And we'll now have the opportunity for 365 days of, of of skill development training at our facility and different camp options and, and a wide variety of things that we haven't been able to offer in the past. But it's something that, that my team and I are extremely excited about and, and another reason to, to look forward to the time where we all get back on the court again. Oh, man, that is awesome. Breaking news. I love it. Jeff, yep. thanks again for the time. This was great. Thanks, Kate. Take care. To check out those live workouts we discussed, be sure to follow the crew on Instagram and Twitter at GSW Academy. And if you're interested in learning more, head to their website, which we've linked to in the description notes of our podcast. It's GSWAcademy.com. Don't forget, you can now listen to us through any of your Google devices. Just tell your assistant, play the Update with Kate Scott podcast. And if you aren't a subscriber yet to the written arm of The Athletic, now's the time to check things out. We're currently doing a free 90-day trial subscription, so you get three months free before you got to put down any dough. All you got to do is visit theathletic.com slash the update. That's theathletic.com slash the update. Sign up for the free 90 days and enjoy the incredible sports journalism that my colleagues are putting out on the daily. For all of us here at The Update, thanks to Jeff for stopping by. That was great. Thanks to you for listening. I'm Kate Scott. Have a healthy and safe few days. Really looking forward to bringing you another great story on Wednesday.